everybody. This is Carol Top with the Dollars and Cents Show. I'm homeschool CPA. I'm a CPA who helps homeschool organizations. And I want to devote this podcast and a few more to a topic that uh, I have given at some homeschool conferences. And it is called um, Six Things That Homeschool Group Leaders Don't Know That Could Hurt Them. You know how sometimes things that you don't know or what gets you most in trouble. So the first two episodes I talked about how homeschool groups might not know about uh, nonprofit status, what it gets to obtain nonprofit status and, and keep it. And they may not know, this was the second episode in this podcast series, that tax-exempt status is easier to get than ever before. So if your homeschool group is formed as a nonprofit, and most of them are, you should follow that right up. Uh, with a getting tax-exempt status from the IRS. It's a whole lot easier than it used to be. Okay, this third thing that homeschool groups don't know that could hurt them is that there are required annual reports to the IRS, and probably to your state too, but I'm going to focus on the reports that you need to give every year to the IRS. Yes, you need to do that, and you may not have had to need to do that if you've been around a long time. I hear from homeschool leaders, and they say things like, well, what's this about an annual report to the IRS? We never had to do anything before. You're right. Everything changed uh, about um, 2007. So that was actually 10 years ago. Everything changed. Um, And the IRS uh, basically wanted to hear from all groups with tax-exempt status, whether that tax-exempt status had been officially applied for or whether it had been granted automatically without being applied for, um, called self-declaring tax-exempt status, and that's allowed under certain conditions. Um, They basically said in 2010, we're trying to clean up our database of tax-exempt organizations. We think a lot of them out there are dead or closed, and we want everybody now to tell us that their their tax-exempt organization is still active. So, um, there are, they instituted a new form, and it's the form that probably most homeschool groups will file. It's called the 990-N, N, like in nobody. The IRS um, calls it their electronic postcard. So let me back up and explain that the IRS wants and requires annual reporting from every group that has tax-exempt status, whether you officially applied for tax-exempt status or whether you've been granted it because you can self-declare tax exemption. Um, And these forms are called the 990. There's a long one. It's quite long and arduous. It's called the the full 990, and it's for very large organizations with annual revenues of more than $200,000 a year. Then there's a a smaller form called the 990EZ, and then it's for organizations with between $50,000 and $200,000 in annual gross revenues a year. And then there's this new one, like I said, in 2010, uh, excuse me, 2007, the IRS came out with called the 990N. They call it their electronic postcard. It is very short, and it is uh, filed by tax-exempt organizations who have less than um, $50,000 in annual revenues per year. So that's probably most of you listening to this podcast. Okay, so this 990N is called an electronic postcard. You file it once a year. It is due four and a half months after the end of your fiscal year. Fiscal year may be the school year. It may be the calendar year. You may have to pull out some paperwork and find out what your fiscal year is. Okay. Um, and it's filed online. Go to irs.gov slash 990N. 
So those are the digits 990 and the letter N like in nobody. Okay, um, it's a really simple form, okay? It'd take you five minutes to file it. it. They ask six questions. No financial information about your organization is given. Okay, they ask, um, you know, your name, your address, your employer identification number, your website, if you have one, a, a name of one officer and their address so that a human being is tied to this organization. Then they ask the, what your calendar year is or your tax year. That's what I just called the fiscal year. Probably for a lot of you, that's a school year. And then they ask you to check a box if your gross receipts are $50,000 or less. And then they ask you to check another box to say that the group uh, has not closed or it's still active. That's it. Like I said, take you five minutes, not very long. You file this annual form at Again, irs.gov slash 990N, the 990N. You can also find out some other information there about who's required to file it. Um, and there's certainly a lot of information on my website, homeschoolcpa.com. Go to the blog page. There's a search box there in the right column. Just type in 990N, and you're going to find lots of information, especially if you're confused about whether your group is supposed to be filing this form. Chances are you are supposed to be filing this form. What to do if you haven't been, um, how to get in the IRS database so you can file it, and what if you never knew about it, how do you, and what, you, know, how do you know if you are tax exempt or not. <clears throat> Start with looking at my website and, and read some articles I have there. And then if you're still confused, drop me an email over at homeschoolcpa.com and we can set up a, a phone consultation to answer your specific questions about your group. So the next uh, podcast episode I want to do on this topic is what to do if you have not been filing the 990Ns. You can have your tax exempt status automatically revoked. Ugh, that means, you know, all the hell that you're supposed to be paying taxes if you don't have your tax exempt status active. And we'll talk about that next time. It's a, it's a warning to keep up with this uh, annual filing, the, the 990N, and not to miss doing it. Uh, trying to keep you guys out of trouble, trying to help homeschool leaders run their organization successfully. And uh, I hope this has been helpful. Again, for more information, head on over to homeschoolcpa.com. You'll find lots of stuff over there to help you run your group successfully. Hope this has been very helpful to you. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Homeschool leader, do you feel confused or overwhelmed by the job of running your homeschool group? You're not alone. Carol Top, the homeschool CPA, is here to help. Carol is an accountant, author, and retired homeschool mom who understands you. Her website has helpful information on co-ops, paying workers, and managing the money in a homeschool group. If you need personalized advice, set up a consultation with Carol. She's happy to discuss your particular situation. Visit homeschoolcpa.com today and get the information you need to successfully run your homeschool group.